Welcome to the NECF Podcast, where we share our weekly sermons and faithfully interpret the Bible to encourage and direct you on your spiritual path. We're our devoted pastors and special guests delve into the depths of the Bible, exploring its profound lessons and useful applications for your daily life. You are born of the Spirit. Are we together? The Spirit dwells in you. You can work in the spirit. Are we together? Because you are born of the spirit, you understand? And now your spirit has been regenerated already. Your your spirit is alive. Are we together? That is why you can walk in the spirit. Because your nature now is of the spirit. Join us as we explore the timeless truth that have the power to change people's hearts and minds, promoting a closer relationship with God and a firm belief in His promises. Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Galatians chapter 5. Look at verse 16. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16. Mm. He said, I say then, work in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh again Romans we read that scripture I want to just read one verse there Romans chapter 8 Romans chapter 8, verse 14. He said, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. Now, last year, we took time to study life in the Spirit or life in the Holy Spirit. And these are the scriptures that guided us through last year. This year, we're still going to go in that same route. And the theme for this year is leading of the Spirit. Leading of the Spirit. And so what I would do today is just an introduction. Just lay some emphasis on some issues and then as we proceed through there, we'll be taking studies on many, many uh, aspects of the Spirit's leading. Hallelujah. Now, I will emphasize two things today on this introduction. Now, to just help me, simply, I just divided the, the, t- the team into two. First, I will emphasize one thing on the Spirit. That's the first thing. The Spirit. 
Then the second one, I will emphasize something about the leading. Are we together? The leading and the spirit. Now, the first one, the spirit. Now, actually, the term the spirit, oftentimes, when you hear somebody say the spirit, I have, with my interaction with a lot of people in the church, the first thing that comes, I mean, into their mind is that is something mysterious. Something mysterious or something unpredictable. You understand? Something unpredictable. But that's not what it means for the believer whom or who carries the spirit. So, when you said activities of the spirit or the leading of the spirit, in the mind of an average person, it is it's something that is not within his or her will. That is, it's not something within her will. Are we together? Can we go back to that scripture again where we read? I mean, we read um, Galatians chapter 5, verse 16. Look at it there. It says, so then... Do what? Walk in what? In the spirit. Is it the spirit that will walk or you? Are we together? So when they say something spirit is not mysterious one. And it is not unpredictable. And also now is not unconscious. That means is within your will to either Walk in the spirit or refuse to. So that means, please understand, the, we're going to go into a lot of teachings along the, I mean, throughout there. But first, one of the things I want you to know is that you are born of the spirit. The spirit dwells in you. Are we together? So don't think about when they say spirit is something unconscious. Or you are thinking when they say move of the spirit. It's like it's somebody that will come and push you somehow like that. Unconsciously. No, no, no. That's the first emphasis that is needed. And there are many of it. It's not just only work. Sometimes you hear the spirit says praying in the spirit. Or being filled with the spirit. You understand? Please, show me that. Let me come. I think that's one uh, in Ephesians, right? Ephesians chapter 5. Come to Ephesians chapter 5. Just move ahead a bit. Ephesians chapter 5. Look at verse 18. He said, and do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation. But do what? But be filled. Is it the spirit that will do it for you? That is an action word. You, you, you. Glory be to God in the teachings, uh, the cell meeting teachings, there's a section on this. Be filled with the spirit. 
If you look at it, it's not an action that is unconscious. That one we will deal with it. What does that mean? That's a different thing altogether. But I just want you to know that it is not something unconscious. Things of the spirit to the believer are not unconscious things. Things of the spirit to the believer who is born of the spirit, they are not unpredictable. They are not unpredictable. Let me show you some few things again. They are not unpredictable. So as we go through the year, know that you are born of the spirit and you are capable of doing things of the spirit. You are capable. <laughs> Come to me to First Corinthians. I'm trying to emphasize to tell you the believer that you are born of the Spirit. Glory to God. First Corinthians, look at six. First Corinthians six, verse seventeen. First Corinthians six. Verse 17. <laughs> it says that, but he who is joined to the Lord is what? Say it with me. Is what? That is your nature is the spirit. Are we together? Your nature is, not, is the spirit. You are no longer in the flesh. Go back to that scripture so that you see. You are one with the spirit. You are no longer in the flesh. Romans chapter. That scripture, Romans chapter 8. In some verse 8 and 9. Romans chapter 8 verse 8 and 9. It says, so then. Those who are in the flesh cannot do what? Cannot, please God. Cannot, please God. You know, cannot is impossible. But that is not you. Look at verse 9. But you are not in the flesh. Why? Why? The spirit dwells in you. But you are not in the flesh. But in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ. He is not of his. Which means. Because you carry the spirit. You are not in the flesh. You and the spirit are one. Your new nature is the spirit. You don't need to be afraid whether what I will do will not be in the spirit. Who told you? I am a man of the spirit. Because the spirit of God dwells in me. So if they ask me to do anything of the spirit, I don't struggle to do it. Now, 
still on that first Corinthians. You know, most times, as I said earlier on, that when you mention the spirit, some people think it's mysterious. Are we together? It's mysterious. Now, I want you to be conversant of your nature. If it is mysterious to others, it's not to you. <laughs> well, we will come back to that. You know, these days, you carry some Old Testament things. You don't bring it to the today. You understand? You quote scripture anyhow that eh, the, eh, you, for you to be led, you need a prophet to be led. Did you understand what I'm saying? You know, quote some Old Testament. We, we'll come to that. But what I'm saying that no, today is not then. You understand? The believer is led by the Spirit. Every one of us here, you know, yesterday we are praying and say, okay, can you give a word? Some people say, I don't have. No, you have. You refuse to say something. Don't say you don't have. You are denying your nature. Don't worry, at least we are making progress. Amen. Now, look, look at 1 Corinthians chapter 4. 1 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 1. He said, let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in a steward that one be found faithful. You know, each time you see mysteries, you say, hey, what is that? You understand? <laughs> what is Paul talking about? That we are stewards of mysteries. But mysteries to who? Are we together? <laughs> Amen. Mysteries to who? Not to him. Because they are stewards of the mysteries. What are those mysteries? Come with me. Let me show you something. In Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 1. For this reason I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ, Jesus. For you Gentiles, if indeed you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which was given to me for you, Verse 3, how that by revelation he made known to me the mysteries. You see that? As I have briefly written. So, uh -uh, he has written mysteries. Verse 4, by which you, when you read, you will understand. Who is he talking to? To the believer. So, the believer understands mystery. He has written the mysteries. That when you read, you will understand. Are we together? You will understand my knowledge in the mysteries of Christ, which in other ages was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed by the Spirit to his holy apostles and prophets. The reason why those men couldn't know the mysteries is that they do not have him in them. So, because it's the mysteries of the spirit, they do not know. 
but now has been revealed. Why? Because it is living, the spirit lives in the prophets, the holy prophets and apostles. Remember that word holy is not carelessly mentioned. Is something we acquired by the, by the reason of Christ's sacrifice. We have been made holy. Are we together? Now, look at verse 6. He mentioned what that mystery is. That the Gentiles should be followers of the same body and partakers of his promise in what? Through what? That is the mysteries he is talking about. This has not been known, including Israel didn't know it. Because they thought that they were the chosen people of God. They didn't know they were chosen to be instrument to preach this gospel. And this gospel was the one who was given to Abraham. And said, in your seeds, you understand? Through you, I will bless the whole world. And your descendants will be like the sand of the seashore. If you are intelligent, you know it's not an, a nation of Israel. Did you understand what I'm saying? Because they, they, are, they are not up to 10 million. This is not at the sea. He's not talking about physical. He was talking about, if you read Galatians, it made us to know, you understand? That he's talking about Christ. You understand? Through his seed, Christ, the whole world will be blessed. And what is a blessing? The righteousness we have in him. The forgiveness of sins. When, when David was said, blessed is the man whose, I mean, whose sin is not imputed. That's the blessed that he's talking about. This is the mysteries men didn't know because it is not. So he thought that God is only for Israel. No, sir, you didn't know. The mysteries has been hidden for past ages. It was only revealed by the Spirit that the plan of God includes everyone on earth. This is why we are evangelizing. Are we together? That Jesus is not a racial person. Jesus is not for certain nations. That Jesus is for the whole world. Rich, poor, slim, fat, white, black, any type for the whole world. Glory to Jesus. So mystery doesn't mean something that is unknown. It's unknown to the one who does not have the spirit. Okay, let me show you another one. Come to this scripture for me. It's the same scripture in Colossians. Let me read one in Colossians before I move quickly to the one in First uh, Corinthians. Oh, glory to Jesus. This year you must understand that. Are we together? Colossians chapter 1. Look at it. Colossians chapter 1 from verse 24. 1 verse 24. He said, Now I now rejoice in my suffering for you and fill up in my flesh 
what is lacking in the affliction of Christ. For the sake of his body, which is the church, verse 25, of which I became a minister according to the stewardship from God, which was given to me for you to fulfill the word of God. Verse 26, the mysteries which has been hidden from ages and from generations, but now, but now, but now has been revealed to his saints. Oh, I love this one. Now, Paul, you see, not to one person. Now has been revealed to who? This is the reason why we have taught you what we call reading the scriptures together. It's deliberately I didn't mention anything. In the other last one we read, it only mentioned to reveal to his holy apostles and prophets. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not apostle and prophet. Now, it's not to one person, to anyone that carries the spirit, to his saints. Are we together? What is it? To them, 27, God will make, God will to make known what are the riches of the glory of these mysteries among the Gentiles. Which is the hope of glory. Not Christ outside. Christ in me. Christ in you. That's the same thing what he has mentioned. Now come to see. Let me give you uh, some people that these mysteries are hidden from. <laughs> First Corinthians chapter 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Glory to Jesus. 1 <laughs> Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in mysteries. The hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory. Verse 8. Which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Verse 9. But at his written, eyes has not seen, no ears have heard, no it have entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for those who love him. You know, many believers, I found out that they stop here. Even them say, they begin to say, no, eyes have not seen. I don't know even what God has prepared for me. You see, that's the problem. Don't stop reading somewhere. Read down. You understand? He's not talking about the believer. We have already seen. That's why the prince of this world had to crucify. They didn't know. They were mobilizing, you understand? Both the Roman and both the Jewish, you understand? They are mobilizing to put Jesus to, to death. The devil was mobilizing, but he didn't know it was his end. You understand? He thought that crucifying Jesus would end his predicament. He didn't know that it has uprooted him forever. <laughs> Look at it. Verse 10, he said, but God has revealed them 
to us through his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no man knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God. That we might know, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. For these things we also speak not in words which man's wisdom teacheth or teaches. Oh, I'm speaking with the old King James. <laughs> old King James say teacheth. But which the Holy Spirit teaches comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man. Look at the man that don't understand these mysteries. But the natural man does not receive the things of the spirit of God. For they are what? Foolishness to him. Nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. The last scripture in this part. First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Now look at it. Verse 1. But concerning the times and the season, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. <laughs> concerning the times. You know it. I don't need to write to you. He said verse 2. For you yourself know perfectly that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. You know, this is another scripture that believers stop here. They say, you know, nobody knows when Jesus will come. He will come as a thief in the night. Is he talking about you? You are a man of the spirit. Verse 3. He said, for when they say, they say, Peace and safety. Then suddenly, they, not you, they, eh? suddenly destructions come upon them as labor pains upon a pregnant woman and they shall not escape. But you, but you, but you brethren, you, 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 but you brethren are not in what? In darkness. So that, that this day should do what? Overtake you as a thief. So when the Lord will come, you will know. Did you understand what I'm saying? This is not you. He said, You are not in darkness. So that that day will overtake you as a thief. No. He's not talking about you, the believer. He's talking about day, day. When they're saying peace, safety, suru, destruction has come. But you, you brethren, you brethren, it will not overtake you. Are we together? Now, I say some of these things so that you know that I'm a man born of the Spirit. I can walk in the Spirit. I know the things of the Spirit. Are we together? I can walk. I can speak in the Spirit. This is your nature. That's why we're here to teach you. To teach you about what you have. That's the first emphasis. Oh, glory. 
Let me see how God will help us. Now the second thing is the leading. Now the emphasis we have emphasized about the spirit is that it's not unconscious to the believer. The things of the spirit is not unpredictable. Are we together? When God will come, you will know. It will not take you unaware. That's why many of all are surprised. They will be deceiving. They say, Jesus is coming on so-so day. And some of you say, oh, are we going? And with this, some stupid videos, I mean, some films that are done by people who doesn't understand scriptures, you understand? Is that they say, eh, and then when the preacher is preaching, and then eh, members are started flying, flying, and then the pastor is left. He said, oh, where are they? Where are they? They have gone. They have gone where? You know, you, you see, if you have been taught the word of God, you will know. How you know? Faith will increase. You will live in joy, not in fear. Any word taught to you that trigger fear is not of God. No, sir. The product of this is growth, is boldness. You understand? Is joy in the Holy Ghost. You understand? That's the kingdom. It's all of eating and drinking. You understand? Are we together? Glory to Jesus. Now, the leading, let me, let me say some few things. The leading or the leading of the spirit. Now, John chapter 8. John chapter 8. Um, John chapter 8, verse 12. Verse 12. Then Jesus spoke to them. Again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follow me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. But have the light of life. So you see, he said, those who follow me, okay, they will have the light those who follow me. Who are those that follow? Who are those that follow? Who are those that follow? What does that mean to be a follower of Christ? Look at, just move ahead a quick, you know, in that same John. Chapter 12, verse 36. Chapter 12, verse 36. He said, while you have the light... Jesus was talking again. He said, believe in the light. That you may come, become sons of what? Of the light. So when Jesus was talking about those who follow me, he's talking about those who believe me. He said, while you have the light, Jesus is talking about that he is the light now. You understand? If you follow, in other words, if you believe in the light, you understand? You are sons of the light. Amen? You are sons of the light. So the follower of Jesus means the believer. The one who have received the spirit. The one who have believed in the gospel. And so we become the sons of light. Ephesians chapter 5. Let's go back there. You know, this is introduction, so I need to... Uh, bring scriptures together to clarify some basic things which we should know we carry as we continue. Ephesians chapter 5. For you were once what? 
in darkness. You were once in darkness. But now you are what? Light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the spirit is of all goodness, righteousness, and truth. You were in darkness. But as you come, you believe in the light. You become light. You become sons of light. You become sons of light. First, he's our light. Now he lives in us. So they, that means there is no darkness. That's why that song we sang, you understand? There is a leading in the believer. Huh? There is a knowing in the believer. You understand? There is no confusion. There is no darkness. Did, did you hear that? So you are confessing your reality. You understand? There is no confusion. There is no darkness. God is light. First John 1 John 1.5 tells us, there is no darkness in him at all. There is no darkness in him. There is no. So you received him, you become light. That's why I like this. The way, the way uh, Ephesians put it. I like it. You understand? He said, but now you are light. <laughs> you are light. You are light. Hallelujah. You are light. You are light. Go back to that uh, John chapter 8. Look at the implication. John chapter 8 verse 12. He said that he that follows me. And we saw that he said that means he that believed in me. He said shall what? Shall not walk in darkness. Did you hear that? Now you are light. You do not walk in darkness. That's why that scripture is bold. To tell you that no longer darkness. Galatians 5.16 we read. He said walk in what? In the spirit. Because you are light now. That is your nature. You should do what? Walk in it. So he's not telling you something impossible. He's just telling you what? It is your nature. Are we together? He's telling you that which is of your nature. And that light, that's why he said, shall not walk in the sun, in darkness. Did you hear what I said? I want you to know that one. Shall not walk in darkness. What that means is that you have already a leading. As you are moving, no walking in darkness. Listen. You are not asking and praying for direction. You are just walking in the direction of your nature. I don't know that I am making sense. You know something? What am I trying to emphasize? I'm emphasizing that you have a leading. The leading is not a product of prayer and fasting. The leading is a product of the sacrifice of Christ. 
that any believer that has the spirit that has light has become light and he does not walk in darkness. Now, of course, we're going to teach how then do you know? Because the problem is not just that you have. What we pray is to know, to recognize, to walk in it. Not that to pray, Lord, give me direction. No, you have direction. Did you understand what I'm saying? That's why that song is very powerful. You understand? That is not saying, Lord, we pray for leading. No. There is a leading in the believer. There is a knowing in the believer. Did you understand what I'm saying? We don't no longer, we, we don't walk in darkness. There's no darkness, there's no confusion. This is the reality we want you to walk. This year, no guesswork. The era of confusion has passed. This is the era of, of, of walking in the reality of what Christ has made you. That is this year. Leading. Leading. You know, when I was writing, I was just, I was just making some this thing. <laughs> you see, the interesting part of it is that not just only that, you walk in the leading of God. You give others direction. Because you are light. You will give others direction. You will give others direction. Glory to Jesus. So we are his followers. We dwell in the spirit. We dwell in the spirit. I just want you to just say some few words to yourself. Say, I have a leading. I'm not looking for leading. I have a leading. Shall there's no confusion anymore. No darkness anymore. No darkness anymore. I know where I am going. <laughs> because I carry the spirit of God. He is in me. Oh, I do not need direction. He is insight. Direction is insight. I have direction. I am light of the world. Scripture says, a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. <laughs> oh, I'm a source of joy. I give others light. I give others direction. I give others direction. That is who I am. That is who you are. I'm the source of joy of many. Through me, they will find Jesus, the source of everlasting joy. Through me, they will find Jesus, the source of everlasting joy. Oh, I will give comfort because I carry the comforter. Paul says, for we comfort with the same comfort in which we ourselves have been comforted.
Glory to Jesus. Now go back to that Romans. From there I'll just, I told you, this is the emphasis, these two things. If you don't get anything, get it, these two things. That I can walk in the spirit. That the spirit is not mysterious. It's mysterious to those who doesn't have him. Are we together? He is foolishness to those who do not know him. It's to the natural man is foolishness. The day will cut up with them. You understand? It's only those who do not have Christ that Jesus, it will be like a thief in the night. Not you. You will, you, you know. You understand? We're expecting his appearance, uh, appearing, I mean. You understand? That is it. And then you have a leading. Don't be saying, you know, don't be, your prayer should change from today. Mm. Don't pray as if you are not carrying. I mean, this is the advantage. Understand? It's an advantage. Don't reduce him as if he's a hungry spirit. Understand? You know, like some of us now we just you just you just look down on what you have. That's why you're even looking down on yourself. Because you look down on what you have. You think the spirit is a hungry spirit. You convert everything to money, 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 money. Huh? Your mentality needs to change. There's a higher thing that when your eyes are open to it, you understand? All this small, small thing loses value. Understand? Please. Let your eyes, I mean, let your eyes have some, that's, we will keep praying for that. They must get some surgeries. Because your eyes and your taste needs to change. That's the real, that's, this is where we know somebody has not yet understood what he has. From your taste, we will know. You understand? How do we distinguish between exploit and me? Is the kind of food we yearn for. Yes. Mommy biscuit. Mommy lollipop. Do I ask for that? <laughs> Amen. Have amazing kids. Romans, please. Romans chapter 8. We'll go back to that place where we read. Look at verse 14. Well, let me just read. We stop at verse 9. You understand? Verse 10 says, And if Christ is in you, the body is dead. Body is dead. Not, not to sin. I mean, not because of sin. It's supposed to be the body is dead to sin. We have seen that term over and over. Are we together? Right? Yes. This is not just only. When you read from verse 6, you discover that you understand. Are we together? Yes. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ 
from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Of course, this is talking about the resurrection of the body. You understand? The same spirit. That's why the resurrection of Jesus is, that's why he calls him the first begotten of the dead. Meaning that you and I are coming. Our body will be transformed as his. Are we together? Yes. It's done by the same spirit. By that same spirit. It will quicken your mortal bodies. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh. Because we are not in the flesh. To live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Of course, he's talking about those who will live according to the flesh. Meaning that they don't have spirit or they reject the gospel. That's just what that means. But if you, but if by the spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body. How? When you received him, he comes into you, you are in the spirit. You are no longer in the flesh. Remember verse 9? Verse 8 and 9, are we together? Yes. Verse 14. For as many as are led by the spirit of God. These are the sons of God. Of course, he's talking about you are being led from flesh to spirit. Are we together? You are led from flesh to spirit. You understand? That means you now are the sons of God. Don't say, I've never heard him. How did you become born again? If you have never heard him, you are not born again. Because if you have been born again, then you have heard him. Who told you that you need him? It's him who led you from flesh to the spirit. Are we together? Someone preached to you the word of life. Who helps you to recognize it? The spirit. You can never be born again without the spirit. So you have heard him. But we need to train you more. Hallelujah. To recognize him. Amen. And that's one thing that is very important. What that means is that. You see this lead. It takes us from somewhere and unites us with God. You remember that scripture in, 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 first, in, in first Corinthians? He said, he that is joined to God is what? Is one spirit. He that is joined to the Lord. Are we together? Is one spirit. Who now brings the union? The spirit led you into the union with Christ. Are we together? Are we together? Yes. So that union, you understand? Is what we are saying. So the leading is a product of the union. Are we together? Your leading is a product of union. Now that you are uniting with him, you understand? You instantly, that's why when you go down, he said, look, look at that scripture. Verse 16. For the spirit himself, do what? Bear witness with our word. That we are what? That's how you he, he, you know, there's a kind of preaching you will preach, you know. Even if you say, you are going to hell, you will do this. Me, I will never even, I don't know whether my spirit will hear you. You know what I'm saying? Because already there is a leading. You, me, I'm not there. That witness is what we are calling that leading. We're going to talk about many of those things, you understand? There's a witness, you understand? 
you are moving. You know, sir. You know, some of you, you know, sir, you come to us and say, sir, I just feel to go this way. Something was telling me. Leave that language. It's someone. Don't be saying something is telling me I should go here. Something is telling me I should go here. It's someone and you have been disobedient. Hallelujah. So know that is a product of the spirit. Now you're not in the era of casting ballots. You're not in the era of casting lots. Did you understand what I'm saying? You want to know the will of God? You come. Then maybe it might be this. No, you have passed that level. You are in a higher level. You have passed that level. It's not the time of Gideon, the fleece. Lord, if it is your will, tomorrow it shall be green. Eh, Lord, uh, the first lady that will come out, she will be my wife. All those mundane way of... Uh, leave those things there for the lower level. You are carrying a higher thing. You are carrying a higher thing. Don't be living like that. You have the leading. Don't be walking like... The person with the red. Red. Who be tied you if it is not red devils? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hallelujah. I have the leading of the spirit. I have the leading of the spirit. Oh, I have the leading of the spirit. There's no confusion. There is no darkness. I have the leading of the spirits. I have the leading of the spirit. I recognize it. Thank you for listening to our sermon today. We hope you were blessed by this teaching. If you want to learn more about our church, please visit our website or follow us on social media. We would love to connect with you and hear your feedback. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channel and share it with your friends and family. You never know who might need a word of encouragement.